0: Yeah, there's a lot happening around the American, and unfortunately, a lot of what is happening is about what is not happening. I believe I said on Bulls Beat that there were three men's basketball programs on pause, forgetting that last night Temple was added to that list as far as the men go. So, yeah, right now, four out of 11, and we'll hope that the schedule plays out, but I would bank on it not. The next game for the Bulls is scheduled to be. I'm going to start saying scheduled to be for everything. We'll get to basketball in a minute, but, of course, On our last conference show, we told you about how much of a bummer it was that three conference teams had their bowl games canceled due to COVID reasons on the other side. Well, how about the fact that the bowl games that have happened have all been victories for the conference? Tulsa beating Old Dominion was last week. And, of course, we told you about UCF over Florida. And then last night, make it 2-0, American against the SEC, 17-13 the final score as Houston finishes off the Auburn Tigers. And that's it as far as actual bowl games. Cincinnati is in the college football playoff. Houston got the win on a 26-yard touchdown pass from Clayton Toon to Jake Herslow. Remember him, the transfer, at the big-time catch in the back of the end zone, the stunning catch against the Bulls. Well, he's been solid all year long. They went 80 yards on that drive after they had been up. 10-0 10 to nothing in this game. Auburn took the lead, but ended up with a five-game losing streak. It's the first time it's happened in 71 years on Auburn's side. Houston, defense was outstanding. Toon, of course, it's always quarterback or running back, right? Uh, was the MVP, although you could have gone with some defensive players. 26 of 40 was Toon for 283 yards, and two touchdowns also ran for 43 yards. Auburn had a chance to respond after Houston took the lead, but could not get... A first down, and of course, as we all know, the next chance for the conference against the SEC, maybe two chances, but the first one for sure comes Friday in Arlington, Texas for Cincinnati against Alabama. We'll preview that for you on Friday's show. Along with the the on-the-field news, there's always coaching news this time of year, and Chip Lindsey, who was on Gus Malzahn's Auburn staff, is now going to be the new Offensive coordinator, along with being quarterback coach, spent the last few years as the head coach at Troy. We told you on Monday's program that it was a five-game slate for tonight as men's basketball was set to return. Well, make it a three-game slate as the Temple-Villanova matchup wiped out again due to COVID-19 protocol concerns on the Temple side. And then USF-Mississippi Valley, and that's due to Mississippi Valley. So we have a conference-only slate. The two teams that haven't played for at least two weeks each, Memphis is in New Orleans to play Tulane. Wichita State is in Greenville to play East Carolina. We'll be keeping an eye on that game, of course, as the Pirates are the next Bulls opponent. That'll be this Saturday. And SMU is at Tulsa. Tomorrow, by the way, UCF hosting Michigan, and then three more conference games scheduled for Saturday. But the slate is kind of thin right now due to the fact that you have Again, Houston and now Temple out due to COVID. The going into conference numbers, Houston is eleven and two, UCF eight and two with the one conference win against Temple. That's the only game played thus far in the league. Cincinnati at 10-3. Then you have three teams at nine and three. The Pirates, SMU and Wichita, and Memphis is six and four. Tulsa also above five hundred at six and five, as is Temple. Seven and five. The only teams below five hundred are your five and seven Bulls and three and six. Green Wave. This weekend we'll see the women's basketball conference matchups begin. Until then we had SMU defeating Arkansas Pine Bluff yesterday 86-74 to along with our game this afternoon. Tonight interesting one for Wichita State. Off to a good start but playing an Oklahoma team that is unranked but I think could get ranked pretty soon. And Houston is hosting southeastern Louisiana as far as the standings go. Again this is not conference play yet. Best record in the league belongs to Tulsa. They are second in the country in assists, by the way, so there's some good categories at some conference teams. Excel in. UCF is fourth in the country in scoring defense. The Knights are 8-2 and two and finally getting some votes in the rankings. Memphis 9-2, and two, again, not the strongest schedule, but still good overall records for the league. Unfortunately, if you look at the computer rankings, they can reflect more along the lines of the actual schedules that have been played. While we're on women's basketball, let's give you the weekly honors, even though this goes back to Monday. We did not have these for you on the show Monday. Player of the week was from East Carolina, Tanaya Thompson. She has gone at least 20 points in four straight games. 26 points, hit four three-pointers in a win against Maryland Eastern Shore. Makaya Brooks from Memphis was freshman of the week. She had a career-high 12 points. We had the highlights that put Elena Chinecki on the weekly honor roll earlier on Bulls beat. Also on the honor roll, Houston's Tatiana Hill, 15 points, nine rebounds as the Cougars beat Corpus Christi. Memphis's Jamira Shoots scored 12 points in a win against Nichols. Mia Davis, the grad player from Temple, she's outstanding. 25 points as the Owls got a nice win against 10-2 and two Old Dominion. And Mariah McCauley, 23 points in Wichita's loss to Kansas. On the men's side, Player of the Week, Zach Hicks, a freshman from Temple, almost set the conference record for made threes, hit 10 of them, scored 35 in their win against Delaware State. Now, i got to say it, when I was looking at the Mississippi Valley State net ranking, of course, that's the would-be Bulls opponent, found out that they were fifth from last in the country. Delaware State is actually ranked last. But anyway, Zach Hicks had a nice game against them, freshman of the week. Went to Kenny Poto from Wichita State. Nearly a double double against Prairie View with 12 points and nine rebounds on a roll. Darius Perry from UCF, 15 points, nine assists, six rebounds in a win against North Alabama. Mike Sanders from Cincinnati, 15 points off the bench as Bearcats beat Tennessee Tech. Tristan Newton from East Carolina, 22 points, six assists in a game against Southern Miss. That the Pirates took Houston's Josh Carlton, 20 points in a rout of Texas State. And always on here, Tyson Etienne from Wichita, 20 points, 5 assists, and 4 steals. A couple other women's notes. Again, Temple's women's team is on COVID pause. And this is cool for the Memphis game at home against SMU this Saturday. Their new coach, Katrina Merriweather, has bought out the Elmarone Fieldhouse. She has paid for every ticket, so it's free attendance for all. And they're going to have Tyler's amazing balancing act at halftime. No excuses not to go to that Memphis SMU game, if you are a Memphis Tiger fan, I suppose. And speaking of buying stuff out, East Carolina and their Pirate Club has launched the Bill Clark Holmes Military Bowl Fund. You know, it costs money to make a trip to a bowl game, and when you don't get to play it, now their trip was to Annapolis. I wonder if Memphis, which went to Hawaii. Either way, ECU here is asking its fans, basically, to donate their unused tickets to this fund and the Bill Clark Homes started off with a lead gift of $200,000 to cover expenses like bowl rings. So you can get a full refund or help out East Carolina's athletics program. I wonder which direction people are going to go in that one. Two lanes volleyball has to go in a different direction. Now they have had a very successful run of late, but that has cost them their head coach of the last six years, Jim Barnes got them to -to back-to-back NIVC, including making the finals in 2018. They won 29 matches that year. He is now the head coach at Iowa. We saw how tough the Big Ten is in volleyball as both teams in the finals. Wisconsin the champ, Nebraska the runner-up from that league. That'll wrap up our program Around the American on this Wednesday. Thanks for listening. I'm Derek Sharp.